0: I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And this is Terminal 7. We're back. That's right. For episode 3. Yep, episode, episode 3. Trois. The first episode we're recording that is actually going to be kind of timely. That's right, that's right. The last two had giant lead times, so when they actually came out, they were sort of... N- not, not dated, but not... Breaking news! Oh, I, I had a feeling you were going to go a, there. I'll kill myself now. <laughs> um, but yes. Now this is actually timely, and we a bunch of stuff has happened recently in the game that is crazy and cool. Yeah, big, um, big steps. Worlds happened. Worlds happened. That right. was what, like a couple of weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. A couple yeah. of weeks ago. Um. It's interesting. It, Looking at the there results. was some good play. There's there definitely yeah, some course. good play. It's always
1: good play. Yeah, uh, not the most original decks, but
0: I think the pool isn't very big. That's true. Yeah. What was it? The breakdown was the guy who won was playing pretty much like the sort of meat and potatoes, Andromeda used. <laughs> yeah. I I love, I
1: love uh, that meat and potatoes is describing a super rich like
0: aristocrat. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so meat and potatoes. Yes. <laughs> And uh, what was he on? Cor- Corp side, he was HP Fast Advance. At Fast yeah. Advance, yeah. And then the second place person was uh, Kate was A, a Catman Cat yep. Yeah. And then NBN Fast Advance, and then everybody else on oh, the runner was... side was Andromeda. Seven of the top eight finishers in the world were Andromeda. That's right, yeah. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and a lot of NBN Fast Advance, but I think there was also an NBN, uh, not, not Fast Advance, but like a
0: a slower variant. One person was I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily this deck, but it was mostly making news. One person did play. Uh, um, the, the world is, is yours. yours. That's and then there yeah. was one uh, Wayland, Core Wayland.
1: Right. I think I, I really like that. World is uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, the world is yours, NBN, because uh, it ran like one biotic labor. It ran a couple. Ice, like like it was, yeah. it was. it was a neat. It was a neat little variant on a NBN, it's just, it's just but still pretty fast, pretty typical. You're events. gonna you're, you're gonna win fast. Yeah, which is.
0: It's legitimate, I guess. It's it's fine. I mean it's obviously smart. It's just it would have been cool if, like, at Gen Con, some the, the person you didn't expect would have actually yeah. won. Right? Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. I I
1: I I would like to see some kind of crazy deck take it to. Yeah. Like like, oh professor out of nowhere just yeah. just swept the tourney. But yeah. I think we're gonna wait till the pool's a little bit bigger. Probably. Yeah. What else is done? Uh second Th- second thoughts came out. Second thoughts came out.
0: Right. And that uh, was cool. Yeah. So have you been playing much with Second Thoughts? A little bit. Um, let me think the, the, obviously with, with my heart belonging to Jinteki, as always.
1: You were excited about this. I was pretty <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: mean, the two. Yeah. So obviously on the corporate side, the two big things that I really dug were clone retirement. Yeah. A, that's, that's crazy. That's a crazy. It's one. a new Jinteki uh, agenda. It's two advances to score it. And it's only one point. Um, when the corporation scores it, uh, you remove a bad publicity, which is cool. And if the runner steals it. Uh, the corporation gains a bad publicity.
1: Yeah, that's that's awesome flavor. I love yeah, it's
0: that. it's great flavor because because yeah. it's, it's basically like oh no these clones are being retired. They're going to a night. They're going to the farm. But, yeah, that's right. It's like no, they're going to the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And <laughs> and and just 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 a note. We're not gonna go through all the. Second Thoughts cards, because that has been covered so well by so many yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're just going to touch on a couple. I yeah, think. a
0: couple that we thought were interesting. But it's, I, I like Clone requirement, clone Retirement um, because one of the interesting things about it is it's the first agenda that actually has a downside if the runner steals it. Like yeah, the rest but, of them yeah, are just The runner's just actually gaining something. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is interesting, the me- mechanic that we haven't actually seen before. But I think that could also help do some balancing work. Yeah, Like, oh, a more powerful agenda, but uh, it's boring to just make it like another 3-2 because there's too many of those. Oh, but it'll be a 4-2, but it has a really crazy ability, but if the runner steals it, there's this other big downside. It's like, oh, that interest opens up some like interesting space with the agenda design. That's cool.
1: Yeah, that actually reminds me of one agenda that's been spoiled, and it was a 4-2, and the runner needs to pay two to score it,
0: two extra to score mm. it,
1: and it's like a neutral one that they're coming out with. It was mm-hmm. spoiled. Uh, you'll have to... I, forgive me, I forget the name, but... It was a it's, it's another one of those things where the with the runner gets it and something else has to happen to the runner. I guess Mm-mm. I guess that's a that's that's not good for the runner if he steals it either. But Yeah, I mean there's Charts. plenty of agendas like good old yeah. fetal AI yeah. that like the runner steals it bad stuff happens to them. But usually, yeah, usually the runner need, needs like a kraken or needs like something that right. I've scored an agenda now I can do
0: something. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, but it's cool that now it's like that's interesting design space there yeah. I think. Um Swordsman, do you think Swordsman? That, I like, like Swordsman. I like Swordsman a lot. Um I mean, so a lot of people have been saying this, but I think it's true that just... So, Swordsman is a Gentechi sentry. It's two strength, three to res, mm-hmm. and it has two subroutines, the first of which is trash and AI program, and the second one is deal of net damage. But the special thing about Swordsman is that it cannot be broken by AI... AI breakers. Code breakers. So, Darwin, Crypsis. A lot of things Ant-Man. that Genteki was... Just always screwed over a gentechi yeah. player. Was yeah. the ones that can eat through traps, which are Crypsis and... Yep. Darwin's and... Yeah, so, it, I mean, one, it totally makes sense that it's in Kentucky because now uh, it, you, you have Swordsman, Chum, mine. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is that just the fact that it exists means people won't, like, go 100% in on fixed-strength breakers. Yeah, sure. They're, um,
1: they're going to dance or influence...
0: A little bit differently. A little bit differently. Which yeah, is, which is cool, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, with if someone doesn't have an AI breaker or... If they have a Sentry Breaker along with AI Breakers, obviously it's not as awesome. I mean, it's just kind of like a li- more lightweight version of Neural Katana. But it's cheap, does some net damage. Like that still um, dropped behind a chum. Yeah. Like if the chum fires, it thinks four strength. So it's out of like un- sure. un- undata sucker supported mimic range, which is really nice. And it's dealing four. MBD four net damage, That's which is which pretty It's cool. not too shabby. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd drop in three. But certainly, like one or two. Yeah,
1: and also it's, its influence is pretty light. It's one. It's just one. So yeah, great. Just one so influence. Yeah. You can see it's, just, it, it, it's three
0: to res, so it's cheap. Yeah. Um. Yeah. More more cheap jinteki ice that does interesting stuff is good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And those are those are two things that were in there that were kind of the coolest. What did what did what did you like on the corpse side out of Cyberpunk? Um corpse side, <laughs> I like I like the 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 kind of dumbness
1: of uh um. Oh, what is it? If you have ten, you get fifteen. What is it? oh restructure? Sorry, yeah, re- restructuring. I yep. kind of like. Just an operation that costs ten, Cost gives 10, you fifteen credits. Gives you fifteen. It's, yeah. it's, it's just kind of like I like I like bully kind of moves. Like boom, <laughs> I, like I've done this, so right. so so respond. Uh, Gigantic hedge fund, basically. Yeah, yeah, and uh, even better with Wayland Core, which I might revisit. But of course, with with Grendel coming out, you starting with ten and one bad publicity. Oh, you can do that first right. turn. Like yeah. the runner's going to be like, okay, what wh- what is he rezzing? Like, yeah, um, uh, anything they any, want. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I thought so I thought that was cool. Um, I, actually re- I actually really actually really liked uh, the Sansan, the Sh- Sansan oh, shipping, shipment shipment from Sansan. Uh, that yeah. uh, it was mentioned by the Covenant guy, but it was great because uh, now if you have a, a Sansan city grid out and you have zero money, you can still score. a... Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's yeah.
1: it's basically a, like you're saying it's what four bucks because you're the clicks to gain the
0: money, the clicks to advance it. Yeah. So you're it's it's a pretty wicked economy. Yeah. Covenant. Well, shipment from Sansan, is an operation. It's it's not a double. Uh, click. Yeah. click is yeah, it is yeah yeah it? It's, okay.
1: it's a double it's basically you're you're getting two advancements, two advances but you don't have to pay for it that's right it costs nothing and you put
0: two advancement counters on anything you want that's right all right. Right, right that's what it is and yeah. it's,
1: it's one influence so of course we we're, we're going to see an hb for sure yeah not not like, not like they needed any other help, I know but, but you can
0: use it with both efficiency committee and Haas archeology AI, is that yeah, what called? which is yeah. played
1: a lot because you can totally remember the name of that card. <laughs> wow. uh, but yeah, the uh, yeah, because you're you're placing it counters, you're not advancing anything, right? Yeah, so, so th- those
0: handful of cards that let you that basically say you can't you cannot advance cards this turn, but that just refers to the like act the base action of spend a credit, put an advancement. That's counter right. It's not you like can a still shipment. play operations and do other crazy goofy stuff. Yeah. So yeah, between shipping from Sansan and shipping from Kaguya. Like, you could do some crazy yeah. stuff with efficiency. Computing. I heard that one archetype, which was the super hand HB ID, where you have...
1: Oh, using where, where you would score imaging? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you, where you'd just wait for your hand, and you'd play, like, a bunch of biotic labors in one turn. Like, three, Like you'd, play, you'd wait, get so much money that you'd play three biotic labors in one turn, and then shipping from K- Kaguya... Oh and God. that efficiency committee. It was really funny because you'd you'd win and and have this hand of like twenty five cards, right? So, <laughs> which which, which uh, if that took worlds, that'd be that'd be tremendous. That'd be something else. It'd yeah. be great to see everybody play this ridiculous HQ deck. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like you have you have seventeen. Get your hand is seventeen cards. What is this?
1: Yeah, a lot of weird stuff for the runners came out that I don't
0: I don't know where it's going to find a place. Did uh, you did you did anything really jump out at you on the on the runner side? Any um, second thoughts. I kind of like recon. But only because I'm
1: sometimes a chicken shit. It, <laughs> like, re, like, recon's kind of funny. It, it, it's it, what? It's
0: one credit.
1: Yeah, it's, and it's a one and credit and event. And it's a run. And if they read something, you can jack out. Right. Which, it's, which is it's cool.
0: It's kind of like a, it's kinda like a, a, one a turn snitch. snitch. A one-turn yeah. snitch. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it doesn't eat up MU and you don't have to... Well, I think that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, it, so I, I kind of like that card. That's it's cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Well, I mean, especially if you like... Because the thing you really don't want to hit early on are century breakers, right? Yeah. So I mean, if you don't have like... I mean, if you're playing criminal, you might have fairy, but if you haven't seen fairy yet or whatever, and you're just like, I want to go see what that is, but I don't want it to be a really bad neural katana. Yeah. Or, yeah, you Ichi or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, ha, 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 never mind. Yeah. I'll Bye. See you later. And,
1: and, and they might just not even res it because right. because are like, okay, forget it. Just get through. Yeah. And, is... then you can, and then you can keep going. Yeah. 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 Which is cool. Is
0: it so with Recon, it's the first ice they res. That's the one you get to choose when you can bail? Uh, I think it's the first res dice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, so, I'm pretty sure that's one. So that's yeah, it you can keep going until they res something, or until you just get through. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. It's it's,
1: it's like a neat a neat little card. Um, we did, we saw we saw, uh, prepaid voice pad. Or yes. Pe- which, uh, yeah. Yeah good right. voice pad. One yeah. recurring credit for paying for events, which and is cool. because it's an install. It's hardware with install cost of two. two. Yeah. And it's neutral. So there's no. Neutral. No, no yeah. influence. So I think with Kate, like maybe we'll see something with Kate because that'll cost one for one right. recurring. That's your quality times. That's your sure gambles. Yeah. That's uh, a, that's that's your crazy run cost. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no Yeah, yeah, that, that that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Escher, yeah. And like, it, There's
0: actually a goodly number of shaper events that are not cheap. They're pricey. Yeah. Makers is too. Like yeah. I think
1: I think it might see some play. Plus yeah.
0: plus you can pawn it I guess if you need that uh-huh. money bump. Yeah, and if you're doing some kind of replicator thing, you can just snag them all at once, right? Yeah, Because it's hardware, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is which is interesting.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I I, I always like seeing hardware and like upgrades. Yeah. Upgrades uh off the grid, which
0: is Oh, the right. remote submarine server. Yes, from that was cool. What was it? It was. It's a Wayland, it's three... It's six to res. It's a six to res, three influence upgrade. Yeah. But when it's active, the runner cannot run on the server that on, off the grid is installed on. And it needs to be installed on a remote. It needs to be installed on a yeah. remote, yeah. And then if the runner may s- successful run on HQ, trash off the grid. Which again, flavor wise, is fantastic. right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, that thing's off It's some weird mountains somewhere. No one knows where it is. You got to break an HQ to, to get the location out of it. To and triangulate, can... yeah, 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 it's awesome. But um, I, I did play. I put together like a like an HB deck that all the influence was spent on oversight AI and off the grid. Nice. And you just build this like horrible Iron Mountain on HQ and then you just drop off the grid and you just keep scoring in there. That's cool. And then you've got like uh, what did I, I had like an, uh, an oversized AI'd Wotan and then a biotic Efficiency Committee? Yeah, a biotic efficiency committee or efficiency research. Biotic efficiency research. Oh, right. Yeah, um, sorry, Heimdall 2.0 behind it. <laughs> and then like, I think, something else, something else, and then a mine layer. So it was, that were all unres. So it was just like, you want to get an HQ. It's like Twenty five. Wow! Credits. Holy. <laughs> Sorry, I I won that game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, if someone drops a sneak door, sneak whatever, door yeah, like, you're oh, crying, sure. But that's
1: that's I, I kind of like a little bit of the RNG lucky draw, like lucky plays. That's that's cool. I yeah, think that's legit.
0: Yeah, Author grid was cool. Um, was there any other runner stuff you dug?
1: Uh, not really, to be honest. Um, I, I, gu- I, I guess we got bishop. No, no. Yes. Yeah, bishop was a new bishop, one, which is cool. Which is cool. Uh, um, minus two
0: strength. Yeah, it's, it's another hosted uh, Kaisa where um, – I don't remember the install cost. It's like one or two. It's uh... – man, you got me. Yeah, it's one or two. It's pretty cheap, like all the Kaisa are. All the Kaisa are pretty cheap, at least thus far. And then, um, yeah, it's whatever, I, whatever ice it's hosted on is minus two, minus right? two strength, And yeah. then with a click, you can move it, you have to move it from remotes to centrals or centrals to remotes. Yeah, it, like that's cross that's cross the di- diagonal, diagonal of thing. Thing. the bishop. Which yeah, is which is, which is cool. cool. I actually like the the.
1: the I the love flavor the flavor of it, On yeah. all the caissa stuff, was really cool. But reading and trying to figure out that, that card, it's worded so bizarrely. I know. I actually had to just, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait until Skye's smarter than me show up on the internet and tell me yeah. how this is working. Because yeah. really, it was... It it was it was it was worded very
0: strangely. Yeah, it's it's I mean the wording is almost like legalese where it's like you can understand what it's supposed to do pretty easily <laughs> yes. but to prevent like any weird edge ed- conditions in the language and it's got to be written in this very yeah, yeah. bizarre fashion like a contract or something.
1: Sure. I got I guess that's getting even more meta on right. on how things are worded but yeah. Uh I
0: I I actually really like Copycat. Yeah? yeah really? The, really. The, the criminal program it's one credit, one mu, um, one influence. So anybody can run it, and but no one will. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Basically, like when when um, when you run Copycat, you trash it right after you pass. Yeah. So so you basically, you break a piece of ice, and then you can trash Copycat. If you do, then you can resume your run from any other identical version of that ice anywhere on any server, as if you just passed it. Right. Yep which is actually like there have been a number of times where someone just had some horrible nightmare server that I knew I couldn't get through, but like the thing that was sitting at the root of it because it was installed way, way, way early on was just like some dinky ice wall or sure, something. Sure, okay, okay. So then there's like an ice wall sitting on R&D. It's like, oh, I'll just bust into the R&D ones. Sat copycat. Vroom, now I'm in your remote. I've bypassed all your horrible other ice. I'm in the, I'm in the root. Time to, time, to, time to grab that agenda. I see. So I'm, I'm seeing it as like a really specific double click run.
1: Almost because be, because you don't want to leave it out like like you want the turn you play copycat to be the one where you pull the sweet oh remote, sure yeah, right? yeah 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 so it's kind of like a tricky double
0: double click run for right me. That, that that's the way I'm seeing it yeah totally but especially like if you if you set up ice in a very particular way with escher or whatever like oh, oh, that, oh that, that... <laughs> I'll make sure I'll put I'll put a pop up window on the root of that remote just because I know there's another one sitting on R and D so <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I get I got whenever I get nailed by Escher, I'm like I'm pretty much just shrugging anyways.
1: I'm like, <laughs> I guess you'll just do whatever you like with my with, with all my
0: stuff. Well see, there was there was I mean, maybe it's just staying in my head, but there was that one game that I played the plugged in tour where I scored like five agenda points the first three turns. I just couldn't get that last one. And part of it was is there were like crazy, crazy, super advanced uh swarms on like two of the servers, right? Okay. If I had copycat I just walk through one. They can eat up my programs, whatever. I come out the backside of the other one, which was in the root of the server. Boom, I'm in Agenda Town okay. and it's done. Cool, So cool. it's like it's conditional, but when you need it, I think it could be really cool. It lets you cool. do stuff that you otherwise couldn't do, right? Yeah. Um,
1: which I do I, 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 I guess like. that's very, very criminal. I guess they, they, they definitely put in the right... Uh...
0: Yeah, the right, the right thing at the right time. And it's definitely in the right faction. Yeah, right, it's yeah. cool. And I kind of... The other thing that I thought was... In, it's also super conditional, and I probably like it more than it is actually good. But I think Eureka No, cool. I, I was like, don't say Eureka. <laughs> don't say Eureka. It's a Shaper event. uh costs three to play. It's a double-click event. And basically, you look at the top card of your stack. And then if it can be installed... So basically, as long as it's not an event, um, you install it for... Yeah, and you knock 10 credits off the cost. Sure. Otherwise, you trash it. Right. And um, super conditional, right? But, like, if you're playing... And I think it's really only good in, like, a professor deck. I guess. But in a professor deck, is generally good because, like, I mean, how many events do you have? Probably not, like, freelance coding contract. Sure. And that's probably it, right? And some card draw stuff. But if you have that... And you happen to snag a monolith or if you're using motivation, which when everyone came out said, oh, it's garbage, blah, blah, blah. But now you get why motivation exists, right? Well, motivation right, yeah. is zero, uh, zero cost shaper uh, resource where at the start of your turn, you just look at the top card of, our, of your stack. Right. Then you see something like a femme or a uh, morning star or a monolith or whatever. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Boom. I'll snag that. Um, super conditional, but I, I, it, I, like I think it, eventually it. it'll
1: get good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, like, like in some crazy Blackguard deck that has somehow the criminals can figure out how to wait to fi- uh, right. check out the top card sans motivation or something like, yeah. I mean, because it's only one influence or something it's like, or or maybe it's two. I, I do know that it's low enough that it could
0: be splashed. Yeah. It's pretty cheap. Um, and yeah, definitely like down the road as there's even more, uh, even more like very high cost programs, yeah. it gets even better. Right. Yeah. Like, cause currently there's like, you know, there's like Femme and Morningstar, and that's kind of the big ones. Yeah, really. That, But yeah, more. further down the road, the more b- bigger stuff there is, especially with the professor, you can load up more of those. Like, it's cool. Obviously, it's not like, it's not amazing. It's not, it's no clone retirement. <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> but it's right. not bad. It's, yeah.
1: And, and since the runners seem to be a little bit dry, this, uh, this pack. Yeah. That's, that's, you got to take what you can get. Yeah. Totally. This was totally a corporation pack. The corporation yeah, got yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. For sure. That's okay. Yeah. Um, the other big Netrunner news that occurred between when we last spoke was drafting. That's right. Drafting yeah. is coming to Netrunner. Yeah. I covered really well, again, by the Covenant guys yes, who were talking to
1: Lucas yep. r- right there. Yeah, and- they did
0: an interview with Lucas. I guess they announced it at the World Tournament, which, of course, makes sense to do a big announcement for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Uh, but I've never really played – I mean, I've played like – Board games like Dominion or whatever, right? That are they are like a drafting style game, drafting, yeah, right? Yeah. But or a, actually, I don't really like Dominion very much, but I really like Seven Wonders. Okay, and I'm not totally sure what the difference is. Yeah, you can you can hate draft in Seven Wonders. I think that's. That might be part of it, That's like the just the fact that it? in Dominion, like the player interaction is so low. Oh yeah, it's, which is kind of the op. It's like I think the reason why I don't like Dominion is why I like Netrunner so much. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> because <laughs> Netrunner is entirely player. Dominion's interaction, fine. Right.
1: It was preparing you to enjoy Netrunner. That's better. Right. That, that makes more sense. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but so, anyway,
0: so I've never played a a the the like uh, uh, a constructed I right. guess uh, collectible card like, game that has a drafting version. Like obviously, tons of people do that in Magic. Right. Yeah. But I've never played that kind of Thing, but have have you? I've I've done a uh, bit of drafting in Magic. I've done drafting. I've done
1: ma- drafting in uh, the World of Warcraft TCG, which is mm. pretty much Magic, yeah. more or less. And uh, it's like the most. It, it it's like really, really, really fun. So how does how exactly does it work? So uh, in t- typically in, in a booster based one, you buy four to five boosters, I think. Okay, and uh, you open like basically each person kind of pitches in. Pitches to buy in, one. yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you you might have to correct me on the numbers later. So uh, sure. But you open a pack, you fan out the cards, you look at it, you pick one card and pass the rest to your guy on your left, and like sorry, you' mm. you're, you're in a circle. Mm-hmm. And so it's great because it's like it's like a game within a game, right? because I have to build something out of this garbage, yeah, yeah and uh-huh. th- th- then there's always the jerk that like just picks expensive cards and just loses and takes his cards and leaves. <laughs> but, l- <laughs> but luckily, that's not going to happen here. In Netrunner, because the cards are right, they're
0: cards that yeah. automatically everyone already has three copies. So, of, so it's just fun because
1: two. it's going to be it's going to be like, and I guess the ones in Netrunner, they're ordered. The order is important. On mm. yeah, I remember them mentioning that. Yeah, they mentioned the order is important. So it's you get ten cards, you draw right. one and you pass, and, th- and you draw
0: one and pass. And there's some notion of like a starter deck too. Right? Is the idea yeah. that like basically everyone who's going to play in a draft needs these? Like everyone has their like a core like a, a starter deck for, like, the corporation and a starter deck for the runner. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of it's, added on top of the drafting it's, stuff? Exactly. That's okay.
1: that's just what you have, because every runner has a uh, mask, I believe her name is, right. 30-card minimum limit, un- unlimited influence.
0: Oh yes, it's yeah, yeah. Of- so the actual like rules, yeah. So the actual like rule changes of the game are, yeah. There's a new identity for each side,
1: yeah. And all it is is unlimited influence and 30 card, 30, instead of 40. And also, I've heard that if you have like four of something or five of something, you can actually run it in draft. Oh, so interesting. It breaks that, so you can actually have if you if you pull into five sure sure
0: gambles or something as right. an example. Yeah. Uh, but with these start- and then um, it's only six agenda points to win instead of seven. Oh, really? Okay. Right? I, yeah. I I, I I forgot about that. I guess yeah. that
1: makes sense because it's 30, 30. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And uh, they also come with the runner comes with three three or crypts I, I don't know how it works. <laughs> and uh, three Armitage code busting. Mm. Uh, so that can always be put into your deck. Mm. That's kind of like
0: your 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 starter deck seed cards. Yeah. Okay. And
1: uh, I think the corp is three pryrex and two pad campaigns. I've, something like that. So something like that. But those cards huh. are what you're gonna be adding to whatever you end up drafting. I see. Uh, so there's not gonna be like. What the best part about drafting, I think, is is we're gonna see crazy, like interesting plays and cards that you thought were just junk actually make like show up and just right s- steal the win. Yeah, uh, it was always fun when 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 drafting when you kind of go for one strategy, and uh, but you also know that the other guy like imagine for example like hmm. you, you take all the good red cards just right. because you know that your buddy to the left plays red all the time so you oh. just like hate drafting him. Uh, interesting and just but, and what's great is by the end of the the, the pack draft you're just passing garbage. And you're just like <laughs> you're just like laughing whenever you looking at it. like. There's
0: no way I can I, use this. Okay, and, uh, I'll take that disruptor.
1: Yeah, it, and it's gonna be
0: or force of nature. I, I, I actually don't even know the lineup that's 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 in there. Right, because it's not entirely all the card pool right now. It's like some subset of all the cards that are out there, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's the thing that I'm not like I like Magic is so random that
1: I and and World uh, the the Wow TCG was so random right. that you could just pull some lunacy. Right. Out, of, out, of, out of a draft, yeah. uh, but here I'm getting so familiar with Netrunner, and Netrunner feels so balanced in in, in some ways mm-hmm. that I I don't know if there's going to be a total clean sweep right draft. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to try it. I, yeah. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so
0: basically, if we were going to run a draft, like say you, me, and I don't know, yeah, four other people, sure. Like basically, we each have our own starter sets, then we would each buy like one. Draft night booster pack type thing. Yeah, we I mean, all th- just kind of throw them into a pile, basically. I think I think that's how it's working. Okay, interesting.
1: But like for every draft, you'll need to do this one thing. But I think nothing's
0: stopping you from just
1: lining it all back up and then drafting True. again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um. Uh, so it's a, it's it's awesome because this was the thing that a lot of people were were, were missing from an LCG setup, from a living card game setup. It's right. like, oh well, we can't draft, and that's kind of crummy. Yeah. But now we. We can so, yeah. so I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great addition. They also marked all the cards with a little bomb. I think they have a, they, oh. have, they have they have something on there. So you, they are legal for tournament play if you got op- opaque, um, sleeves sleeves, which almost everybody does. So yeah, like yeah. yeah. Cool. So I have some more data suckers or something out of there. Right. too.
0: Right, well, that kind of helps like with those weird goofy one off cards like for folks that haven't purchase three corsets um, yeah. <laughs> and just happen to want like an sure. extra Science San City grid or something. Yeah. It's I, like, I, rather I, than having I to I also like, don't
1: know if there's, I don't think like there's a Desperado or anything. I don't think that that's in mm. there. So I, I think they were very careful on which, right. which, th- what they did pick. But yeah. then again, like drafting is just going to get cooler and cooler as we get more sets. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, be interesting. Yeah.
0: I, I think probably, I don't know if I'd want to do drafting a ton, but for like just on a lark. I don't know. I don't know. because you haven't drafted too much and yeah. it's, it gets I might be surprised. It gets, it's a lot of fun. It's just because you're like,
1: oh that was fun. Now we get to play a game. You know what I mean? Like right. the, 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 the act of drafting and
0: changing and yeah. that okay. it's 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 pretty good. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. People seem disproportionately excited about it. Sure. But yeah. Maybe that's just because I've never really done it. And then once it actually happens, I'll be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, this, this is, is awesome. This is sweet. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah.
1: We also threw our tournament. Yes, we yes, that was
0: just about two weeks ago. That's right, which was awesome. Yeah, well, uh, for you it was. You,
1: oh. you, you did, you did very well. I did. You ended up at the top.
0: I did win. Yeah. I, I won it all. I was, I was ninth. I, I did. I got <laughs> skunked so bad. It was just like the last tournament, actually. Uh, in the first tournament that we, the first Terminal Seven tournament that we ran, uh, I came in. What was it? How many people were there? Like sixteen. Uh, yeah. And I absolutely. was fifteenth. Yeah. Of sixteen. <laughs> so I didn't even get the last place Scorched yeah. Earth prize. Yeah. I got. You were the actual sh- last place. Yeah. I was actual last place. Yeah, I get, yeah. 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 So you still did better than that.
1: I was. I was just. It was interesting because um, I, I was testing my decks on Octagon and mm-hmm. I was stomping, and that should have been my first clue, because usually <laughs> when my decks are doing terrible on Octagon. I do quite well in person. Right. So I should have been suspicious right away yeah. when I've, like, won nine games in a row. And I'm like, oh, well, this is an unstoppable deck. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do great. And I just got trounced. It well, was embarrassing. What were you running? I actually... Uh, so I didn't run my wizard because I've been running him forever. Yeah. I gave a, a Kate deck a try. Mm. Uh, this just proved again that I am no Shaper. I am <laughs> just, shaper is not in my blood. Um, was it... It was... Uh, At- no, no, it wasn't Atman. It had just traditional breakers. Yeah. I actually... Um, I believe I bought it from... There's a there's a guy in StimHack that that built a Kate deck and I liked it because he was running Spinals and I was like oh ah. that's so cool yeah. and um the, the 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 MVP in that was um the Rabbit holes I had because I was playing against two NVN heavy Trace decks and my Rabbit holes was like my only breakers I just kind of like, ran through Caduceus and like <laughs> uh, you want to pay five so you can try to stop me and, right like, so that was that was great and I also ran um uh, the second Waylon ID big. Uh, mm. Because we built it, yeah, the one that gives you the the reoccurring credit, reoccurring credit. So, so it, with commercialization, which which c- cleaned house on Octagon, it was just like unstoppable. I'd have this Hadrian's Wall with like eighteen strength, and it was it was just awesome. And uh, but I just I just could I just got stomped. I got stomped by uh, Kaylee who came in third. I got mm. stomped by his noise. He just like blew up
0: everything, and I was just, like, I'm losing. I'm losing so bad. I'm I'm pretty sure at some point I did. In between, oh, it was when I got the buy first round. I think I walked over past your table. Didn't you have like a, a nineteen strength Hadrian's wall? Yeah, yeah, I had a nineteen strength Hadrian's wall, and uh, that's pretty
1: good. Yeah, well, sure, but the guy and the guy actually, I think he built an Atman to blow it to, to to get by it. Like he uh, Slater, I believe yeah. it was. He actually had to pool all his resources to build an Atman to get through because that was the only thing that was around. Um, he, he he was really unlucky that game. I had all my agendas were like at the bottom, and I could just safely get through them all. Mm. So they were fun decks, but I really I really gotta we just play them more. They didn't the, they, they didn't jive. Which is which is together. fine. You know, yeah. like I don't feel bad about it or anything. It was uh it was good. And uh, second place was uh Jay. I, yeah, that's right. And he he was running Andromeda and I think he was NBN. And NBN, that's right. Yeah, he he was running the Trace one and uh actually Oh I had, really? <laughs> I actually won that one game because nice. um just rabbit holes on
0: Kate. Sweet. Sorry, NBN. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically one. um what I did was just kind of like slightly improved versions of what I took to the plugged-in oh, tournament. Cool. So I had like a slightly more refined Jinteki deck. And we actually weren't running Second Thoughts. We were not so, running Second Thoughts. So there was no clone retirement no or profiteering, Swordsman or profiteering or anything yeah, okay. like that. Yeah, it was just basically just like plenty of net damage, lots of wasting people's time, Jinteki stuff. Cool. And then on the other side was Kit with right. some Atman support. It basically like Atman and Code Gate Breakers, and I think one... Oh, crap. And, and, you, and you're running, uh, th- like, three uh, lockpicks, right? Uh, no, it? I oh, pulled those out. Oh, I pulled, pulled those out. out I, I had those at the Plugged In Tour, um, and I just didn't have this... I just didn't... I actually quite liked them a lot, and I think if I went back to Kit, I might go even further down the, like, reoccurring credits road. Um, there were other things in there that weren't doing it, but since I brought in the Atmans, like, hypothetically, the CodeGate part after early game is less important. Sure. So versus, like, yeah, when I was running Kit at Plugged In, it was, like, just co- – it was just all just normal icebreakers, no no AI breakers. So those reoccurring credits were even more important. Right. Um, yeah, but they both – I did not lose a single game as Jinteki that day. <laughs> wow. You just <swip>. That's cool. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think the the wins were three flat lines and two – yeah, two just scoring by points. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a it was a good day that will probably not be repeated, <laughs> but it was fun. Um, but in general, having gone to several of the tournaments now, um, I thought like it might be interesting to talk a little bit about like what kind of stuff we find really useful at running tournaments and what stuff maybe we would not want to see more of. <laughs> okay, sure. I
1: mean? Yeah, you should
0: definitely front this because
1: you have been spearheading
0: the tournament. Yeah, I mean, well, one thing that was just like a random one-off thing that was tremendously bloody useful was someone recently put an app on the, uh, oh, yeah. on the App Store called, it's I think it's NR... Yeah it's called NRTM you can just search on the app store for it it's free and it's like a super robust netrunner tournament software yeah it's it's great at the tournament i had i just have like a little um i do a lot of writing on my ipad because I find it, it's, like, less distractions versus, like, an actual laptop. So I just have, like, one of those simple, like, silver Apple Bluetooth keyboards. Right. So that, you can just hook up to the iPad, then you can do all your data entry, because, to like, trying to type in people's names and stuff on a soft keyboard would kind of suck. It's but awful. Yeah. yeah, you have the Bluetooth keyboard for actually typing stuff in. And then I had an HDMI out from the iPad. And the community, ce- community center we were in gave us a big old TV to use. So I just plugged the iPad into the TV and then like it's just you just put everyone's names into the tournament and then you just kinda hit go and yeah. it lines everybody up. Super smooth. Yeah. yeah. That was that that was really great. You can manually reorder people. Um if like say like in the first round two people are, are friends and have like played a ton, they're like, ah, oh, we'd like some fresh people, you can switch people around. You can manually configure who gets the buy. Like we had one dude who's who showed up late. So I was just able to manually give him the buy the first round and everything worked out just fine. Right. Um it's got like a big old clock thing, so like you know, during the actual round you can just set the clock on there and hit start, and there's just this big giant flashing red thing yeah, down yeah. to like it five was, minutes it, or whatever. It, it was very imposing. It was appropriately motivating. Yeah, definitely. Um and then like it has stats for like the breakdown of like if you're running like a big tournament with like forty or fifty people or whatever, it's got like a really clean stat breakdown of like how many people are playing different identities. And it was really freaking cool.
1: Yeah, because what you actually you actually awarded best player in non-winning Oh yes, I- identity. Is so that yeah, the,
0: okay. So the other yeah, we did a little bit of goofiness with the prizes. Like we gave prizes for the top three people, um, just like in it was, it was Swiss format, like all the tournaments are. So it was like top three people got their awards. Then we gave the scorched earth prize the person who came in last, right? But still soldiered on through that's the whole right, thing. Yeah. That's that's you incredible. gotta love those those tenacious that's people. That's right. Yeah, and then just to kind of mix it up a bit, um, basically we gave the additional four prizes to the people who play the factions, both Runner and Corpse side, that were not represented in the top three. Yeah, which so, I
1: thought was awesome. I thought it was great. Yeah, I like, because it's it, like...
0: And, well, James took it on Waylon's side, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, and and he was playing an awesome Waylon, so yeah. you should be like, dude, yeah, good totally. job. Well, because <laughs> that's the thing that I find, like, you know, if you look at worlds where it's... Uh, criminal and NBN <laughs> right, with, right. with a tiny spattering of Wayland it's like if i was playing at that actual tournament like i think it would be cool to acknowledge like outside of that like oh who's the Jinteki player that did the best Yeah. right it's like oh cool they yeah. br- they get a they get a thing it's like you know oh who's the anarch person that maybe didn't come in at the top but they still did the best like i think it's an interesting way to do prizes i, I mean like obviously you I, don't want to i do... think
1: it's I, I just think it's really great because when you first mentioned it, I, I i was like what this doesn't make any sense to me but then when it was showing it was it, it was great. It was like, oh yeah, these guys came out of nowhere with 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 this Wayland deck, and he he just played Whalen very well, and and him coming in fourth place, like I think he was in fourth or maybe fifth yeah. as actual placement. But then it's like, no, dude, you did really well as this ID that not it obviously isn't represented in these top decks. Yeah. I thought that was like really really great. Yeah, it's and, cool. Uh, yeah, it's
0: a thing that I think we will we want to do again at future tournaments. Yeah. Um, I don't know how else we might want to mix it up.
1: I don't know. Did you did you like the venue? The Yes, I, actually, I mean, I actually, I've never, I've never been there at the Roundhouse. It was again, a Roundhouse Community Center, Community Center in Vancouver, Vancouver here, yeah, and it was awesome because it's very community center yes. when went and there was like a bongo class, and there was some yeah. modern dance. It was, yeah. it was, it was so community center. It was good. It was awesome, yeah. and, and there was some kind of like choir singing. It was, it
0: was, it was. Oh great. yeah, downstairs. Downstairs was, was a little bit it was, surreal. It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like we probably won't do it there again just because that place cost costs costs money. money. Yeah, I mean, they were kind enough to give us a nonprofit rate because obviously. We don't make any money. <laughs> that's right. Um but it was still a non-trivial amount of dollars. So in the future yeah. we'll probably do it. Some, somewhere it that's free. That's right. Which is fine. Um how do you feel about round length at a tournament? Uh, this <laughs> this
1: time I actually went to time a couple times because I usually build like burnout decks. I mm. build decks that just die really fast. So I've always been like, I never have a problem with this time thing. But then of course I went, I'm building this stupid Eighteen strength Hadrian's Wall, like the game's slower because right. every turn I'm advancing something. So yeah. uh, there was one uh, I played with, against with Matt, and the the game was just long. Like mm-hmm. we were both playing fast, but it was just a long game. So I still think I still think sixty five minutes should be enough because you're you're fried at the end of the night at, at the end of the yeah
0: time. no where was it It was at it was a uh, tournament th- in Pax. The right, rounds the were oh god they were either seventy or seventy five minutes each. And
1: you were saying people were still going and people to were time. still going
0: to time, and it was just like ugh i i think mm-hmm. i think s- like 60 i mean like 65 i guess is okay cuz that gives you like 30 minutes per game plus 5 minutes to set up and like do a nice shuffle in between games and stuff if you're going to max i mean like that's fine any more than that is like is ugh it's just fatiguing and gross and like i think it just encourages people to Play slowly.
1: Yeah, because uh, it, it, people know that if they're going to lose, they can go to time and still get one point out of it. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I. I it just. It just. Like. And it, I think we mentioned this before in previous podcasts, but it's the game isn't supposed to go to time. Yeah. Like the core isn't supposed to be like. Well, well that's business hours. I we guess we're. <laughs> like that's that that just yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So, but given the kind of weird tournament constraints, like shorter rounds, I definitely prefer. Yeah. For yeah, sure. I agree too. Um. The other thing that I find is, I mean, so the, the the one, one of the many upsides of using this tournament software is it makes the round processing incredibly fast. That's a thing that kills me at actual like, like hosted analog, tournaments. Yeah, hosted yeah where analog, it's yeah. like, okay, we finished the round, cool. Um, We'll start the next one in like half an hour after we process. It's just like, yeah. oh my God. Because that's just like the round's like an hour <laughs> and 15 minutes. And then if you're lucky, like 15 to 20 minutes of tallying after the round, it's like... That's like an hour and a half, basically, between when you start playing one game and when you start playing another game, if you're lucky, and that's that is way too goddamn long. Yeah, yeah. Um, what other stuff do, do I like to see at tournaments in person? I know, I know that is very rare. It'll happen,
1: but man, was it cool to have uh, Lucas there at Card Kingdom. Yeah, and like those crazy
0: spoiler decks. That, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, probably pretty <laughs> uncommon. Probably, probably, yeah. that's repeatable. Not gonna happen but a lot. But. Um. Um, I guess this always occurs at, like, official FFG tournaments. Like, they recently changed the tournament rules where whoever's organizing it can't play. Oh, okay, Um, okay. I mean, like, it kind of sucks for, like, smaller but still, like, official regionals or whatever that are smaller where there's maybe only, like, a dozen people playing anyway. And so it's like, oh, well, the person running it now can't compete. Um, Obviously, we don't run our tournaments that way just because we don't. Have to. I run the tournaments because I want to play in. Yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're not like any kind of official sanctioned thing either, right? That's true. Um, which which is great because we still have people show up, which I love. Yes, that's that's just awesome. Pe- yeah, people totally. get there
1: like, hey, took some time off work and let's get some netrunner played. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it was, yeah, always... it was
0: good. I mean, so that, like just in terms of building up, like a, you know, a, a good cadre of people to kind of host a tournament with. Um, one of the things, like basically, the way we started was just like going to the local the local like games shop nights and just talking to people and being like, hey, would you like to do something slightly more formal? Because um, there's, there's uh, here in Vancouver, the Connection over on Renfrew Street, they run a lot of tournaments, but obviously like it's, they just don't logistically can't do one like every month or whatever, sure. right? Yeah. And I don't even know if I want to play in one every month. That's a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. As much <laughs> as I love it. That is a lot. Yeah. But so like, I like to think that between that and our Terminal 7 tournaments, that's like a goodly amount of, Games for, for anyone who just can't happen to meet one or whatever. So, if anyone is like trying to set up their own kind of like good cadre of people to do this in their own hometown, like that's definitely a thing that I would recommend. Oh, like definitely. find the people who are into it, yeah, and then they usually they'll support you. Like, it's the hardest thing is just letting people know it exists, right? Like, yeah, we started, it's, it's exposure, it's yeah. numbers. Like, you put together those really, really awesome flyers, and we just put those up in like every single game store in town, yeah. And hopefully now – and there's like a Facebook group that uh, I think a few people belong to. Right. um, And then we run this mailing list. And if you're in Vancouver, it's tinyletter.com slash Terminal7 uh, that we use just to say, hey, everyone who came to the last one, there's going to be another one. So you can come out if you want. Yeah, that's the only thing that's mailed out. Yeah, that's it. But that kind of – like I think the hardest part is just getting that initial like ball of people. And then once you get that, like the thing can kind of roll by itself for a bit because it's like someone like at this point, I think like half of the office here at Clay, where we record Clay <laughs> Entertainment, they make really sweet video games. Um, I think like maybe not half, but like maybe a quarter of the office plays Netrunner pr- pretty seriously and and uh, often like a lot yeah, of and it. often. So it's just kind of like oh you know initially it was just like one person and that kind of spread to two people and then it's like oh yeah it's like a virus it, really it is like it. a it virus and then like three of them showed up to our tournament on uh, just a couple weekends ago yeah that's and weird. then the next one hopefully more people will show up. So, yeah. yeah, like, for folks who want to set up their own tournaments, really just, like, you got to get that good, reliable ball of people. Make sure the first one is good. Like, it's not, like, a thing where it's really slow. Just, like, make sure the first one is good, and then the momentum just kind of carries itself.
1: Yeah, and and you also, you also find that a lot of people... The corsets sets, I, I know they're getting stock again, but the corsets were sold out everywhere. And all these Netrunner players are like, well, where is everyone? Like, yeah. they, they've obviously bought cards, not just burning the bot. Like, right. <laughs> and uh, so, net, so this is like a great way
0: of getting all these people to just, just finally get together and uh, shuffle some cards. Yeah. I think it'll be cool too. Like, I think an, an easier entry for some folks might also be draft. I mean, I don't know if you'd want to draft your very first game. I don't know. Um,
1: I know. I, I, I wouldn't think so. I, th- yeah. I think draft is something that like More the guys advanced.
0: that are experienced who kind of know player. what yeah. all
1: the cards are good for. Yeah. Because yeah, also true. know what's coming, what I'm, what I'm giving yeah. to you, yeah, what, yeah. what I could be taking from me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I
0: guess like there there's some friends that have played like a, a decent amount just using decks I've loaned them and stuff. Like they don't own their own cards. Sure. But I could probably get them to come into for like a draft even though they might not necessarily buy an entire core set just for bodies alone yeah. Be, yeah yeah that could be cool yeah for sure so do you want to do some reader mail real yes, quick
1: let's let's do reader mail Re- mail from the readers. we actually got reader mail this actually isn't written by us i had some things no i didn't i, okay. I was like i'm gonna fake write to us really softballs oh but no no no. <laughs> actually it was great we actually got some
0: questions we but. did um one uh, donald from new zealand asked us what we were thinking about that the next deluxe expansion, you know the the previous yep. one was Creation and Control, had uh, was all about HB and Shaper. It right. was just like a tiny little dusting of neutral events. That's so right. Supposedly, this hasn't been confirmed by any official FFG channels, but supposedly the next Deluxe expansion, which would probably come out next summer, right. would be Gentechi. And criminal. That's right. Let's pretend that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, like, until that's confirmed, who knows? And
1: and, I I know that we got linked to the Board Game Geeks guys, and those guys do research like crazy, and they're awesome, but we'll just assume that... It's a rumor.
0: Yeah, sure, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. Yeah. But... I mean, I think corpse-side, of course, Jinteki makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I, I say that not just to someone who loves them, but, like, clearly they're the corporation that wins the least at tournaments. <laughs> or if, 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 if they show up at all. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. So it's kind of like, they could probably use a decent amount of love. Plus, yeah. the the stuff that they... Like, not a lot of people splash Jinteki stuff, but when you do, it tends to be, like, pretty notable. Like, yeah, thus far, they're it's, the it's... only faction in the game that deals net damage. Yeah. Right? Um. I mean I guess technically with HB, if you have that one agenda, like brain damage also. Does <laughs> yeah, net damage. That, that's... But basically they're the only faction in the game that deals net damage. Yep. And so having just more stuff from there that other people could pull in would be interesting, in addition to like the own the, the buff for them. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think that's um, good too. I'm super stoked about that. The criminal part yeah, I don't,
1: is interesting. I'm I find criminals are like I, we're we're seeing it in worlds, we're seeing it just in everyday play. We're seeing that when I was playing, I was like, man, I sure wish I was a criminal right now. Right. <laughs> and th- 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 the problem is if, if FG's, FFG balances our game really well, and that just means that there's going to be a bunch of weak criminal cards or something because the criminal cards are so strong right now.
0: Yeah. Or they'll just be like more options. Even Sure. Okay. Like, I mean, yeah, it's interesting to think about because part of like having these defined flat factions is each faction has their own strong flavor. Right. And obviously criminal is all about like really strong events, getting a ton of money, so I wonder, like, how they're going to kind of push the definition of that. Yeah, without... like, they need, like, a Kaisa approach to their yeah. action. They, yeah, they, yeah. they need,
1: like, this is the one other weird thing criminals can do. Yeah. I, if, if that's what they add, yeah, yeah. I can see that. that can I, yeah, I, I guess Creation Control added a bunch of recursion.
0: And stuff, tons, like tons, tons of recursions, tons.
1: tons of weird tricks with shaper, yeah, giving them another little way they can go, yeah. And each so,
0: like, and there, there was stuff in there for HB as well that wasn't just necessarily about fast advance. That's right. You like the now. Now there's a brain damage archetype, mm-hmm. right, right. So I'd like, what are they gonna do with Jinteki? I have no idea. but Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so the the thing that like seems to be that c- c- cuts as at a, at a slightly higher level, like Jinteki is kind of all about wasting the runner's time, right? Where a a lot of the other factions are about like wasting their money on having to choose this expensive ice. Jinteki is kind of all about wasting their time. Yeah. Either through dealing that damage so they have to spend their turn drawing back cards or replicating perfection where literally they can't hit a remote server until they hit a central server. Yeah. So I wonder if that's going to kind of be some of the angle where it's more stuff that just like... Delays the runner, but not by forcing right. them to pay to break ice, but doing other stuff. More like click tolls or that kind yeah, of Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah click toll. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's stuff that can be like. Yeah, maybe more along that replication. I don't know, but it's, it's interesting to see what that's going to look like.
1: Yeah. I, when, when the Kaisa stuff came out, I was completely confused because it, fla- like, flavor wise, it was kind of confusing. I'm like, oh, wait, Anarchs are the guys that fry the brain and then just steal stuff and blow it up. But then, and chess is such a not that kind of right. game. <laughs> but then, but now that I saw. All these cards come out, and it's a different style of play. I'm, I'm excited for that. So if yeah, if they came out of a crazy yeah, Like another cr- criminal got another crazy angle that was viable. That'd a be super, really cool, super I exposed think. deck. That would be really
0: cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that could be interesting. I mean, of course. And the other thing is like the lead time on actually producing, designing, and producing these cards is so 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 intense. Like yeah, yeah. it's obviously <laughs> not the case that after Worlds FFG is like, well, looks <laughs> like <laughs> Andromeda, I need some more fuel. I mean, like, these cars that's were right. probably mostly designed, like, a year ago. Yeah. And they, it takes months and months for them to be they're printed some, and cut and shipped. They're in some weird think tank that they don't right. even care what we're doing. Yeah, you know what? Exactly. Yeah. Like they're, they're designing for a game that basically doesn't exist yet. Yeah, so, yeah. of course, uh, some people are like, oh, criminals did really well at Worlds. It's like, well, that's not the space the game was in when... This stuff was put together, and again, this is all rumor. It could surprise. Sure. It's actually Gintycki and Anandar. Or it's Shaper HP again. You know that. that <laughs> <laughs> talk about talk they about. They they're then. the only facts in the game that will yeah. ever get deluxe expansions. <laughs> like, sorry, we thought you, we told you guys. Sorry. Yeah. All right, let's do one more, and we'll wrap Re- up. Rear mail, rec- yeah, yeah. yeah wrap things up So we had another one from uh, Saint Lion in in Mannheim, Germany. Well, what the World Wide Web going foreign? Um, he asks. How do you go about building a new deck? Do you just skim through the cards? Do you use an online deck builder? If so, which? Do you frequent particular sites to look at spoilers? Uh, When it comes to ideas, do you have any fun games, like pick a random card and try to build a deck around it? I think that would be fun. Um, I mean, well, so that, the the latter part, that's drafting, basically. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that... um, for the rest of it uh, I definitely do highly recommend using online deck builders oh yeah I use Meteor um, even though <laughs> sometimes when I need it it's offline and that makes me very sad I I, I know the guy that runs Meteor uh, Kaylee's actually talked to him a few times so like... I emailed him a little bit too yeah and he's like oh yeah the, here's, the, here's the stuff like I'll t- happily take patches if someone can figure yeah, out what this guy ever week is yeah I was on? like oh my web programming skills are, have <laughs> atrophied grossly over like the last five years of just <laughs> making video games so you're probably not the person you want to look at this. Um, yeah, the
1: the best thing I can say about the online <laughs> deck, online deck building is that it'll give you your first five cards, your next five cards, a bunch of crazy graphs that you probably yeah, that's don't cool. need. Yeah,
0: that's cool too, where you can be like, hey, give me just a random hand and you're like, yeah. oh, and if you can do that five times and with each of those, you're like, yeah, I could make any of those Boom, work. yeah, you're, you're good. Yeah. And you can, like on the corpse side, you can see ratio of ice and what the ice costs because like when you just kind of pull all your cards together, you might not realize it, but then you actually look and you're like, oh, Almost all of my ice costs more than six credits to res. Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Better make sure I've got a lot of money then. I find you remember that stuff a lot more
1: when you play that deck and just lose bad. Yes. And you're like, <laughs> I will never do this again. Yeah.
0: But to maybe get out front of that a little bit, yeah, that definitely. stuff's good. Um aside from Meteor, there's also there's one on uh, was it um there's of course the card DB one. Okay, card DB, yeah. Uh, which I don't like very much. And it um, does that really there's weird one. Netrunner DB. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, there's a really weird one whose name I don't remember and I don't think anybody uses anymore. Um but Netrunner it was it's NetrunnerCards.info, okay. I think is oh, the yeah, URL yeah, for yeah. it. Uh, yeah, na- yeah. It used to just be a big card searchable card database, which is actually really great. Still, because you can be like, hey, show me all of the AP ice, sure. Like what can Deus Ex break? Yeah, you can be like, loop Just show me all those. It's it's great. But now there's also a deck builder on there as well, which oh, is also super slick and really cool Sweet. and everything. Um, so that's how the actual decks are made. But as for how like what the the, the germinating seed of the idea is, uh, it's I guess it's probably for me it's usually like probably so, saw something interesting in like a new data pack, and then it's like, oh, could we put together a deck around this? Yeah. That's usually that's the way you, where it comes from. Um, I mean, sometimes I either will like play against something interesting on Octagon or in person. And I'll be like, oh, that's kind of interesting an idea that I hadn't thought of. Like I, so I played against someone who's like playing Shaper and all they did was run Worm like <laughs> cool. worm with a crap <laughs> with Replicator and a ton of personal touches on it yeah, and then just used Parasite. And just blew up everything. And just blew up everything. So blew up, blow up Shaper. Recurse, and then just do like yeah. a giant indexing Maker's Eye run on R&D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See,
1: see uh, I find that when you're building a deck, you, you you want to find the thing you want it to do yeah. and focus on that. Because a lot of newer players, there's, there's a lot of great cards in Netrunner, so a lot of newer players <laughs> tend to Grab everything and yeah. have this crap. It's like, oh, this stuff. is good. This is good. This is, th- yeah. this is good. And but then you like, put them all together. It's like it doesn't actually have any synergy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 I find uh, it's it's like King's Cup. You know, it's just gross. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> oh, and uh, but when you're playing and when you when you make your deck do one thing really really well and you get that off, it's 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 a great feeling. It, like as a next, oh, I'm I'm making a tag and bag scorched Earth deck, so mm. I really really want to
0: put in those. Yeah, those things. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a, definitely a good thing. It's like, okay, how is this card helping me win the way I want to win? And, and of right. course, you don't just want one way to win, right? Like, sure,
1: sure, you want some options, but you do need a focus. Yes, you, you need a focus. Yeah, like, like, you're like like your your like the worm Kate, the right. parasite recursion. Yeah, which is I I I've seen do insane too. Like yeah. just blow. I think there was a game in worlds actually where a Kate, I might have been worlds, but the guy was running Kate parasite, and it was really just, it was just a mess. Like he, nice. The one guy was on. Um, you could even hear. You could just hear the Corp guy just he's blowing up everything I have. Yeah. Like, just destroying it. Data Ugh. suckers. It was, it, was, it was very cool, though. Nice.
0: Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, usually that's kind of how I yeah. approach it.
1: Yeah. Or if all fails, just put in three account siphons, just build around that. That's <laughs> that, that, that's another one. It is hard to go wrong that it way. It is. It I really guess. is. It is like, just if, uh, don't believe me, land an account siphon and next time and be like, this is a pretty great feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. But deck building is... The only problem I have with deck building is that I, about, I get through about maybe 60%, 70% of building one, and I want to
0: build another one. Yeah, totally, right? You're, You're like, oh, like... this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But if I was running this as
1: exile, it would be, okay, let's go. Yeah, and and you just turn around and you've spent three hours
0: making nothing. And yeah. it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, great. It's, it's still great. It's still awesome. Yeah,
0: no, it's cool. It's definitely it's easy to fall down that. Like, I built three different Gentech-y, uh personal evolution decks that all do... Th- three different things, but all kind of relatedly. So sure. they probably share like 50 to 60% of the cards, but they're all distinct enough. Just kind of cool. trying out the different flavors, see how they work. And then there's, a I was also trying a white tree thing. It's kind of separate from that. Um, personal evolution, Jinteki personal, uh, sorry, Jinteki replicating perfection, perfection. Yeah. Um, White tree. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. And, but the, also I I don't have a problem with net decking. Like there, there, there's a lot of great decks
0: on on the net. Yeah. I mean, I, just as like a point of pride, I won't copy the thing wholesale. Like right. I won't download the thing and then import it straight into Octagon and run it. Sure, but sure, sure. I will certainly like see some idea and it's like, oh yeah, it's kind of cool. And then see like, okay, well if I was going to use the seed of that idea, like where would I go with it, right? Yeah. And if it and if it ends up like ninety percent the same as that other one, it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. Yeah, that's I can see why how it you is. end up. Yeah,
1: like there's a lot of good players and a lot of players online. They they freely share their stuff because mm-hmm. it does come down to the player in in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it, it, it it's just cool that they're so open with the idea. Like I remember that like because keeping your deck secret was always a really big thing in Magic because there's right. 60 cards and it's a, a lot of different synergy and a lot of yeah. different. Well,
0: and there's sideboarding and stuff and so, too. Exactly. Right? So
1: like I, like well, what's your sideboard? And when, with net it's like here's a here's a really solid criminal deck. Nothing fancy. It's got the shutdowns. It's got the H HQ pressure. Yep. And if you play it well, it's gonna it's gonna win you some games. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think in general, like uh, I may have said this before, but I think a Netrunner, like. It's probably about thirty percent deck construction, and then seventy percent like at the table play. Player, yeah, yeah, okay. And I think in stuff like Magic, that ratio is more or less reversed. Sure. Right. Yeah. Or like uh, an okay player, if given a really good, really expensive deck, <laughs> they're probably going to do pretty okay with it. Yeah. Um, but if you give like an okay player in Netrunner a really good deck, they're probably just not going to know how it works. Yeah. Sure. And probably won't do as well because a lot of like a lot part of the reason why I like Netrunner so bloody much is that like the The best way to play is not just to do the most obvious thing a lot of the time, right? Yes, if yeah. If someone's making a run on your HQ, it's like, the answer is not always res the ice, res the ice, right? Yeah. It's like, if you have one agenda in there and five and it's just like a one point agenda, it's like, eh, I'd like to keep that ice as a surprise for now, right? Yeah.
1: And I always like, I, even at like our tourney, I was like, I did something or something happened to me and I was like, wow, that was a misplay. Like, I just yeah. said it. I'm like, wow, that, that was just me just messing up. <laughs> yep. There have definitely been
0: games that I have lost. <laughs> I somehow managed to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Okay. Cool. Great. Well, um, that was, again, thanks you very much to uh, Donald and St. Lion for writing in. If anyone else has any thoughts, comments, ideas, whatever, um, you can write us at Terminal7 at idlethumbs.net. Um, and then additionally, uh, we've got a Twitter feed that's just at Term7. In both 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 of those, it's the numeral seven, not like spelled out. Um, and of course, as always, thank you again to our recording engineer, Matthew Martinson, who helps us not sound like butt. And makes all of Clay's games sound amazing. That is also very true. And you should check them out, clayentertainment.com. Um, and thanks again to Ed Harrison for letting us use his track Tin Soldiers as the intro music and outro music. Um, it's from his Neo Tokyo OST. It's really, really good. I've listened to it a ton while I'm working. It's kind of like some of my go-to work music. Um, and if you want it, you should totally check it out. It's at edharrison.bandcamp.com. <laughs> between that and then our terminal turn term- turn, term- turn term- term- terminal I'm going to start that again and I'm going to cut out this bullshit <laughs>